Hello people, uh, if you didn't know what that was, I have been experimenting and um, I had a uh, weird idea pop into my head after listening to some music that I should um, find something on YouTube to uh, use as my theme song but I had a little bit of a look into copyright infringement and I found out it's actually pretty hard to... Um, get a theme song off of YouTube without getting in a bit of trouble. So I've been uh, looking at a few apps where you can play a few beats on a little... Uh, what's the word? It, it, like tiles, probably? Uh, and they play different beats. I was able to construct that little bit. I have been trying for a little while, not too long. So that's my original uh, first attempt. So I'm going to um, uh, see if I can make it slightly better. Or I might change it completely. Who knows, I might find a new app. Because something about it might not be too good. Uh, but yeah, instead of uh, that, let's... Uh, enjoy the podcast this time we'll be doing it on the i think uh, uh scp 093 the euclid class object and basically as always enjoy the episode scp 093 the red sea object is primarily a red disc carved from a stone composite resembling cinnabar with circular engravings and unknown symbols carved at 0.5 centimetres depth around the entire object. Deeper cuts are present on SCP-093 with a depth of 1 to 1.5 centimetres. SCP-093 is 7.62 centimetres in diameter and and fits comfortably into most palms without abrasion. SCP-093 will change hue when held by a living individual. The colours taken by SCP-093 are still being researched to establish a link. Current beliefs hold that changes depend upon regrets carried by the holder. If SCP-093 is removed from a mirror and not held by a person, it will seek out the nearest mirror-like surface. SCP-093 has been observed to travel in the largest possible circle while rolling, building up phenomenal speed. The mechanism of this acceleration is currently unknown. If an obstacle is between SCP-093 and the nearest mirror-like surface, its momentum... It will use this momentum to punch through the op- obstacle and continue on its course at the same speed. It will only stop when a mirror-like surface is contacted. Despite tremendous impact velocities, no damage will be dealt to SCP-093 or the mirror. So now we're going to look at uh, Mirror Test 1 or SCP-093 Test uh, Blue. And the subject is D-20384. He's male, 34 years of age, strong physique, 
subject's background shows incidents of murder and attempted suicide. The subject listens in all uh, steps of testing, and subject entered the provided mirror while holding SCV-093, which emitted a blue colour. Outside, technicians observed that the mirror retained a true reflection until subject had completely passed into it, at which time the view changed to an outdoor landscape, heavily tinged in blue. Video feed follows in attached media, which is this. So the camera activates, flickers to flickers to view subject is looking out over the same field reported by technicians looks like typical lowland plains everything has heavy blue tinge overlapping the normal colors uh no noticeable landmarks visible as subject pans view left to right only grass weeds and a breeze moving the taller grass no trees no living beings visible the subject moves forward as instructed, travelling for approximately 500 steps before something becomes visible. A patch of land up ahead is barren and grass can be seen dying as subject approaches it. Approximately 300 se- steps forward, subject is standing before a hole in the ground. The hole has been dug using unknown tools of primitive origin police system engaged and the camera suffers a light shudder the subject is instructed to enter the hole and after mild protesting agrees to do so there is no apparent method of descent such as ladder or rope subject relies entirely on his own hands and the police system to slow the descent Approximately 100 metres of cable is used before the bottom is reached. The light source provided in the field kit activated 50 metres down when outside sources became unreliable. Sweeping gestures of the light reveal nothing more than dirt, even at the bottom of the hole. The The subject moves forward with assistance of a light source. Asked about the blue tinge, subject expresses confusion and says there is no such tinge from his perspective, and never was. Light is visible down the passage, and 150 metres of cable has been used. Out of the camera's eye, sound is recorded of the firearm being repaired, prepared. When questioned about these actions, subject states justify precaution as he moves forward the tunnel turns from bare dirt to a concrete enclosure subject complains of a stench the light source is revealed to be ceiling light fixtures a series of which with less than a quarter broken while the others function a series of six doors free to a side Spam before the camera view, with a seventh door visible at the end of the corridor. That has been blocked by what looks like a generic metal shelving debris. Debris shows signs of rusting and is typical of retail store units, suggesting other human 
presences. Subject requested to try doors in whatever order he chooses. Subject tries first door on the right. Door is locked, does not open. Second door tries to open but does not budge. Unlocked but blocked. Closing second door, third door is tried. Same results as first. Going up the other side, the third door does open fully and the light is bright in the room. Portable light switched off at this time. Subject patterns camera to ins inspect the room. The room is bare, no contents, but the walls are filthy. Subject states material on the walls isn't dirt, but he can he can't identify it. Seems to resemble melted plastic, but is in brown colour rather than black. Door is closed, second door on the left has no handle. Does not move when pushed. The hole where the handle was pl was was is plugged by unknown material. All doors are shaped in such a way that nothing can visibly escape from the sides and space for movement. It's too thin to look through even at ground level. First door on the left hand is locked, but part of the key present in in lock from stem to the ridges, the back has been broken off. With effort, subject manipulates key to open the door and immediately begins coughing, complaining of a stench. Walls of room are clean as, in, as is floor. Ceiling is coated in the same strange brown material as the third room. In this room, there's a makeshift cot made from aged blankets with a pillow a wooden crate containing open boxes of what appears to be foodstuffs language appears on video as squiggles however subject states they simply read cereal a second crate in the room contains what appear to be empty water bottles that have dried out books L book lays next to the cot closed no title or identifying marks on the wall is what appears to be clipped articles but language cannot read subject asked to remove clippings for retrieval all articles but one crumble at the touch due to age the intact article is put in a field sample container and, see, and seems to be the most recent compared to the others. Asked to investigate the book, subject begins to move down, move towards it. Audio on the tape goes strange, and a high-pitched screeching noise, like grinding metal, dominates all communication for 3.5 seconds. Subject has not touched the book still, and when the noise stops, the subject asks control to repeat request control made no request during that time as headsets were removed subject advised to leave the room and notes that the door has begun closing slowly on its own and if left alone will close subject advised to leave the door alone and to investigate the door on the right careful 
careful review of the following 10 seconds of tape shows that as the camera pans, a figure is visible at the end of the tunnel where the seventh door is. The door is open only enough for a face to be seen through the crack. Just before the door silently closes, no details can be seen. So, as much as I want to do a let's get onto the rating sort of thing, I really... <laughs> I've been, I've been, uh, done this uh, podcast a bit late today, well, tonight, because it's about uh, 8.30 in England time. So, that sucks, and uh, I probably have to go to bed soon. So, I'm going to have to end this early, and I'm going to uh, make a part two tomorrow. Uh, I, I hopefully tomorrow. Well, well I'm in uh, tier four lockdown right now, so probably def well more definitely tomorrow as a uh, part two to the um, uh, SCP um, podcast zero nine three. So tune in for that tomorrow. But for now, have a good day.